Welcome back to Range Anxiety, and uh, thank you to Inner Circle, famous, famous band actually from the 90s with Sweat, uh, because uh, they've been watching you a la 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 la, a la 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 long time, I think, and of course we love you long time. Here at Range Anxiety, it's your source of 30 years of 30 minutes of 24 minutes of automotive bullshit. Coming at you twice a week, and this is the midweek edition, but Epicast, but I'm actually recording it on um, Election Day 2022. And what better time to talk about naughty boys than Election Day 2022 with what's going on around uh, the world right now in the automotive uh, scheme of things. I mean, um, one must... Uh, live and look we're up here at the ashton cold stores and look there goes that sound of unreliability some flog on a motorbike just about to fall off it and type a hospital bed you idiot um yeah we're about to talk about naughty boys because not only is the uh election nearing scene full of them naughty boys and girls uh, but um you know our divine leader big daddy himself has been a bit of a, a naughty silly boy this uh week and well, it depends on who you ask, actually. Um, and uh, I hate to tell you, my Telstra, uh, and by the way, Gareth, Gareth Norton has said he's going to send us an email. Um, we are no longer going to use uh, the name Telstra. It, it confuses too many people. We're going back to Tesla. That's how you say Tesla, not Tesla. And that's coming from Elon himself. Um, we're going back to that name because he, Pow Pow, my car, as it's named, soulful little bugger it is, has uh, been a naughty boy and been put in the naughty corner this week. That's right. You know, this white goods on wheels, this appliance, this this mobile phone on wheels uh, has uh, misbehaved. Not to me, because I know how to handle Pow Pow perfectly. You know, I'm sort of at one with the machine. <laughs> but someone who's less forgiving has um, doesn't like the personality that this car has developed. That's right. Tesla's and here comes another motorcycle. It's like there. That one actually sounds like it's got rod knock. Did Subaru ever make a motorcycle? Actually, they did. A long time ago, it was called a Rabbit. And they were big fat scooters and they were actually pretty cool. And then Subaru kind of lost the plot a little bit after that. But yeah, this soulless device, this, this, this refrigerator on wheels or whatever you want to call it, uh, iPad on wheels is um, been developing quite a little personality lately and if you ask you know Elon has always said that these things are not cars they are robots on wheels and they learn certain things about you and they adapt to certain ways that you drive now whether that's true or not uh, that remains to be seen but you know for example you can teach the wipers the auto wipers how to work better by manually overriding and doing some things and the AI that runs the wipers will will tend to to, to, to modify them to suit your style. There's no need to. See what I wipers in these cars. Ah, shit. If you're listening, Musk, fix that crap. I don't want to have to train the wipers how to work. But yes, developed quite a little personality and it ended up in a bit of a punch-up with the car being taken home, not by me, taken home and parked in favour of the Jeep Wrangler 
because it was misbehaving. So let's let's run through what happens here now. This will uh, I'm not going to mention the person um, involved because it could end up with me in a divorce. Oh dear. So we won't use her name. We'll just refer to her as Lisa D, the Bentley a Fiat 500 and a begrudging Jeep fan. Yes. Well, it all started with me taking the little Nissan Leaf to work during the week because it needed a charge. Yeah, and I, rather than charge at home, I charge at work. Sorry if you're listening, John. But, you know, free electricity is the best electricity. Just like a one gear is the best gear. Um... I took the leaf to work for a charge, and uh, uh, Lisa had taken out, or sorry, Lisa D, we'll call her, had taken out the uh, uh, 507 edition. Herman's a German and burned about 60 litres of fuel uh, doing about 15 kilometres. Uh, basically, that was the week's budget gone right there for us, that horrible thirsty thing. And so I said, look, I'll take the leaf to work tomorrow, and I'll leave um, Pow Pow at home so you can use him if you like. Now, I know Lisa was going somewhere where um, she didn't want to be seen driving the Leaf. In fact, she will go, in fact, she won't go anywhere in the Leaf, really. Uh, <laughs> she won't be seen at the lights even in it. But sometimes, you know, when you're going somewhere a little bit more highbrow, the clapped out old Wrangler is sort of kind of makes you look like the crazy um, Jeep lady. And well, you know, <laughs> if the hat fits. Uh, wear it but um so I said you know take pow pow out and I was busy during the day I was busy at working um <laughs> doing some stuff and I didn't get a chance to check in on the app to see if Lisa had used pow pow I mean she has the valet key for it like the little you know credit cardy type thing one thing Lisa know Lisa D knows how to use it's something shaped like a credit card that right darling um and uh, yeah, so she obviously swiped and went because when I got home, I noticed there was, you know, the battery had gone from 85 to 77%. So she'd done a, a bit of driving in it, you know, that's, you know, uh, probably that, that 11, 12 cents worth of electricity, um, you know, would have cost about uh, $90 in the bends. <laughs> Suckers. Um, uh, but... Uh, yeah, she'd used a bit of electricity. And I say, so I kind of, she's in a bit of a grumpy mood, you know. She'd been grading some gold or something. She had a big pile of it. So I said to her, I said, uh, did you take the uh, Tesla out? Tesla out today. Did you take little Pow Pow for a run? And I just got, yep. Oh. I said, oh, you've used a little bit of battery. Where'd you go? Oh, I went here. I went there. Um... I said, but the Jeep's, like, warm too. I could sense as I walked past it when I, when I parked. Yeah, I took that out to go to the shops, you know, da 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 da, da. And I said, well, why did you take the Jeep if you're already out? Why didn't you take, you know, if you're already out and about, why didn't you stop at the shops in the, in Pow Pow? She goes, no, nah, I took it home. Shit me. I said, oh, what happened? You didn't curb a rim, did you? You didn't speed and get caught, did you? No, none of that. Lisa D actually had a fight with the car. And that's right. You know, this car with no soul actually uh, had a fight with her, argument with her in the uh, middle of the road. So the first place 
Lisa went was quite easy to park. Um, and, you know, she parked right outside the front doors, went in, did what she had to do. But the second place Lisa had to park required a bit more uh, conversation with the vehicle. You know, there was a three-point turn involved, a bit of reversing and a bit of shuffling around and a bit of, like, instruction required with the car. Now, Lisa does like to do things. Lisa D, sorry. We don't we don't want to know who she is. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Lisa D does like to do things in a bit, you know, she's got her mind set on things. She's, she's an analog girl. She's an artist. And, and, you know, she likes everything to respond to whatever inputs uh, that she might give. She wants the response there and she wants it instant and she wants it analog. Now, that's a bit of a problem when you're dealing with a device that's trying to have a conversation with you, essentially, and learn your habits and correct anyone's that it thinks or any habits that it thinks might be bad and unfortunately it discovered Lisa had a couple of bad driving habits or what Pow Pow believed were bad driving habits so let me explain this three-point turn required shuffling around on quite a busy suburban street and you know hang parking with the back hanging out on the road and it's quite busy so Lisa had to do a bit of, Lisa D, sorry, had to do a bit of stalk flicking. Now, just like every other car Lisa happens to drive, other than the little Nissan Leaf, which she won't drive, it has American stalks, this thing. So the indicator is on the left hand, and the drive select for the Tesla is on the right hand. Okay, now the Merc obviously has a drive select in the, in the, in the middle, but you just put that anything that, that that thing into D for dopey, and you start driving it. That's not a problem. But somehow, while flicking the steering wheel around trying to do this, Elisa started uh, <laughs> uh, double clicking, picking the wrong stalk. So instead of indicating when the car was 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 going, you know, still moving, she tried to pull it uh, into reverse. And, of course, the car just goes ding-dong, bing-bong. You're not doing that. You're going forward, stop before you can select the gear. Ah, shit. So, <laughs> wrong stalk. So, then puts the indicator on, tries to accidentally hits the wrong... I'm, I'm getting this all wrong. I'm probably going to get slapped when Lisa D, whoever that is, hears this. But accidentally then, on full lock, while she was slowing down and trying to park, tried to hit the drive stalk twice, which, as we know engages autopilot and it's going did, 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 autopilot put your hands on the wheel losing control the <laughs> because it saw her crossing lanes to turn into this driveway so all of a sudden there's bing bongs which we know that this lisa d person cannot handle we had bing bongs and then we had the emergency did, 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 like like terrain terrain like a plane does when it's about to you know, nose nosebleed first, you know, straight into the ground. Um, and it would have been, I mean, I wasn't in the car and um, I think Elon is the only one that has access to the in-car camera but I, and, and Mike, but I'm, I'm tipping there would have been a, a lot of abuse and arm flapping and steering wheel twirling going on and... She managed, this Lisa D person managed to park the car and jammed it in beyond another one. And that would have set the ding, 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 ding off that you're getting too close. 
And so there'd have been bing-bonging, did-did-did-did, and ding-ding-ding going on as the car's protesting to this, this, this flurry of activity that's going on inside it, right? Car's protesting, screaming back at her. And um, she's gone, F you, pow, pow. You're going home and you're going in the shed. And I can tell that this person was pissed with the car when she parked it. Steering wheel wasn't straight, parked on an angle. And it's like you can take your Telstra, see I'm even reverting back just for you here, Garrett, and stick it up your ass. Basically is what I got told. Um, probably in terms even a little bit less nice uh, than that. So yeah, people that say these cars don't have soul are twits and don't know what they're talking about because it is possible where with the TJ Wrangler you can just pitch it in, smash whatever levers you want and it just, it just you know, grinds itself to a shuddering, stinking halt. There's bits of gear and engine and shit go flying everywhere. Uh, Pow Pow just goes, no, you're not doing that. Here's the way you got to do it. Listen to me. I know best and don't try and put me into autopilot when I'm crossing lanes and, and you know, you haven't got hold of the steering wheel. So, yeah, it, it was just a fantastic, it was like the perfect storm. And so then I got like, um, don't even think about ordering me a Model X. You can stick that up your bum too. Um, yeah, and then it sort of turned into a tirade against EVs in general. So, you know, how we were, I think we discussed that we were going to be having a look at a little Fiat 500 as a, you know, doggy hauler because the, the leaf is simply too embarrassing. I'm like, hey, how about we uh, put down a pre-order for a Fiat 500 EV? Nah, no good. <laughs> no good. Well, I tried. I mean, you know, I want to become a 100% electrified household apart from the... Uh, Hermann's the German, because I don't think that's going anywhere soon, unless, you know, and that's not because we love the car so much, it's like because the number plates, the heritage three-digit plates, uh, 630, are a perfect match for the 630, so it makes it kind of a bit of a rare bird and a bit of a pricey one to hang on to, I suppose. So yeah, that was um, that was Lisa's week with the, this sorry, this Lisa D person's week with um pow pow the car with no soul inflicted some some of its soul onto her and ended up sitting in the corner of the garage facing the wall while the wrangler was then used for more analog driving duties so there see book club you idiots these cars do have soul so there um right now, speaking of uh, the naughty corner and bad boys, one must question what is going through the mind uh, of one Elon Musk currently. Um, <laughs> this Twitter deal uh, has uh, got out of control with all of the bots and things that are being spoken about. And, you know, so if 50% of the users are, or up to 50%, he's, he's sort of saying maybe possible, of the users are fake, um, the company, well, the, the the platform can't be valued the way it is. The forty-four billion U.S. dollars is going to be wrong, and the, re the reason he says that, and the way this makes sense, is because they don't use click-through advertising, where you know you click on the ad uh, to go through and purchase. Where you know a bot's not going to do that. 
so you'll know exactly how many sales or are directly attributed. No, Twitter doesn't do that. Twitter uses like a brand advertising, so it just puts things in front of you and hopes that you see it and that you remember it, which makes it then very, very hard to quantify how effective that advertising is, say, with, you know, 100 million users and, and 50 million of them or possibly more are, are fake and not even real. You know what I mean? So your advertising budget is a real hard thing uh, to calculate with Twitter and therefore the valuation of the company is very difficult. So that's that's one thing. And, and you know, a lot of uh, Tesla, invest, Tesla investors are concerned that it's taking away too much um, um, concentration from the core business of building and designing vehicles and hence it's diluting the stock price but then it's not just that either I mean that is a genuine concern but it's it's going to war with um, the loony left in America that is going to be uh, a struggle beyond all struggles now Joe Rogan did it kind of um, and survived he came out the other end but he's not going in with guns blazing, or he didn't go in with guns blazing as hard or as fast as Musk is. Uh, you know, Musk wants to take down, basically, um, wokeism. He wants to take down the left, and I think, you know, from all of the all of the little things that he's saying and doing, he wants to take down the US government, and I can't see this ending well. He's either going to end up with a bullet in his head um, which he's already publicly alluded to, if that happens, it's not me. Um, or they're going to try and shut him down, you know, business-wise. So I, I can't see this as being a good thing um, for Tesla. And, you know, there'll be people out there going, yay, take your electric cars and fuck off. Um, you know, and the people that are saying that are like, rather than driving a cool electric car with Seoul, um, uh, we'll just buy a Chinese uh, electric car instead because they don't realise uh, they're going to be buying one regardless, so you might as well buy a cool one. You know, yeah, I'll keep my petrol forever. Uh, yeah, okay, well, you can pay four or five bucks a litre for it and afford to drive 10 k's a week. Good for you, idiot. Um, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I wish, I wish... Elon, if you're listening, I'll give you a call later on tonight. Um, just put your head in a bit because the political attacks now are getting out of control against you. All of a sudden, um, people, uh, you know, that worked for you for like a week, um, out of the blue, as soon as you say, I'm taking on the left, you're accused of exposing your penis to um, and then paying quarter of a million dollars to, to settle it. Now, while sexual harassment um, is not good in any way, shape or form and should never be tolerated, if you want to flop your penis out at me, Elon, and then give you give me quarter of a million dollars, I'll quite happily say thanks and say nothing about it. I won't wait till uh, you're on the brink of closing a deal and taking the left down to uh, suddenly have one of my friends tell the media about it. This is how stupid the world has become is that uh, and, and Musk put it perfectly himself he said something along the lines of if you make you know one piece of pottery you're not a potter if you sew one button onto a shirt you're not a tailor but if you fuck one horse <laughs> you know what you're going to be for the rest of your life and he's dead right but you know this is 
this is the most stupid time in the time that I've been watching closely what happens in the United States of America. It's such a beautiful country and it's so sad to see the whole thing just seemingly imploding in on itself at the moment. And I know a lot of my American friends and, and listeners that I, that I talk to are really, really sad about it as well. You know, I mean, what is it? Land of the free, home of the brave. It just, it just, just doesn't seem to be that at the moment. So hopefully um, a bit of sense and, and order gets restored over there. Um, you know, America supposed to be like, you know, yeah, boy, let's get this done. And it's just at the moment seems to be a bunch of old people pissing in their pants. And we don't like that, do we? Americans, let's get like, let's get some bald eagles out and let's get this fixed. Um, speaking of getting things fixed, I'm going to get some really, really, really bad news on my plaid order. I can just, I can feel it in my old man waters, you know. Um, I can see Model X deliveries in the States are now getting pushed back 11 or 12 months. You know, cars that are supposed to be delivered July this year are now out to July 23. Uh, that's because demand is so strong. Um, you know, supply chains are so screwed. Uh, and Tesla is one of the best supply chains in the world because, you know, they get raw materials on one end and pump a car out the other. They're not using 100 different companies to make 100 different parts. They mainly do it all themselves. But still, still, the crunch, the crunch is coming. Um, and, you know, so little old Australia is just going to get pushed to the back of the queue, I would think, because there's no point in, in starting another subline to do right-hand drive fit out when there's just so many left-hand drives that they're already tooled for uh, that they're behind on that are being made. And, you know, we're, we're looking at over a, uh, I would say, even with the Shanghai lockdowns and shutdowns, I, I reckon we're looking at over one point. 3 million deliveries this year out of Tesla, which is massive, but still it's not going to be enough. Um, and But, you know, hopefully if Elon keeps mouthing off on Twitter and, you know, there is a hashtag boycott Tesla um, trending, um, hopefully some of these woke imbeciles, more motorcycles, well, that's BMW and a Honda. Hopefully some of these woke imbeciles will cancel their orders they were probably couldn't afford to start with. You know, um, so spending too much on soap, uh, tofu and yoga pants. Um, hopefully they'll cancel their orders and, and move me up the list. So that would probably be a good thing for Tesla. I mean, demand has never been an issue, ever, I don't think. Which is a pretty handy way to be. So yeah, we're, we're crossing our fingers and hoping for some good news there. Um, welcome to a really uh, important new listener too. Um I'm going to mention him by name because uh, one of my one of my real long hardcore top fans, Craig Datson. You know he he introduced one of the South Australian stalwarts, um, and I'm not talking about the Swedish milf uh, <laughs> Nick Strickelson. I'm talking about someone that actually does know Nick Strickelson, a guy by the name of Mark Buick, who apparently is really getting off now, listening to Range Anxiety, South Australia's own Porsche specialist. He probably likes Porsches a fraction more than I, which isn't a lot, but you know, he does, he loves them. And he's got a, a beautiful uh, 928 sports sedan 
that I believe he raced at Bathurst Mount Panorama, our most, our most iconic racetrack well-known around the world. So, um, Mark, great that you're now a regular and, and challenging Craig for that top four, a uh, top uh, fan standard. But, uh, yeah, I, I, we're going to have a lot of fun here. So thank you once more for listening and joining us on Arrange Anxiety.